while you work, run, walk, or even relax. Ants Talk. Listen to some fabulousness. Spataravinga was born in Zimbabwe but now lives in Melbourne, Australia. Prosper and his business focus on personal development, lifestyle design, and entrepreneurship. Yeah. He is a lifelong student of life and aiming towards becoming the best man he can be. He loves to assist others in achieving a happier existence and create businesses that are profitable and successful through digital marketing and SEO. Thanks for dropping by the show, Prosper. How are you? Fantastic, Anthony. Thank you for your platform and I'm really excited to be here today. And we're happy to have you. It's amazing. Thank you so much. Now, listen, we just wanted to know, I'm just going to ask you a few questions, if I may, and I would like to start by asking you, tell us about your childhood. Fantastic. All right. So, I was born and raised in Zimbabwe. Do you know where that is, Anthony? I do indeed. I've got many African friends. Fantastic. All right. So, born and raised in Zimbabwe to a family of two, which was very lucky because most African families are uh, very big. So I was, had the opportunity to spend a lot of time with my dad and my mom because they were my only uh, friends as I grew up because we kept moving from place to place because dad was a cop. So that didn't, you know, leave room for me to actually create roots with people that I was around. So my dad and my mom were my two best friends. Um, skip to... When I was 13, I went to a, a school that had um, an exchange student uh, who was coming in from Australia. And um, she was the one person who opened up my mind that there's more out there than just mom and dad and Zimbabwe. So her coming to Australia and doing what she loved doing and working with kids and stuff like that, uh, knowing that she was going to go back home, it really... Uh, created something in my head that I could also travel and work and be, do and have whatever I, I, I hoped, um, you know, I wanted for my life. So that, you know, planted the seed in my head that, yeah, there's a world out there. So from that time on, I just started working extra hard to perfect my English because I wanted to, you know, communicate with other people as I went out and, um, um, at, at 21, I attempted my first time to, to come across to Australia, but my visa was denied because back then I didn't have enough collateral. That meant I was going to go back to Zimbabwe. So <laughs> yeah, that was my first attempt. And then um, seven years later, I then got granted the visa. And now I'm in Australia um, doing exactly what you just mentioned, helping other people have a business that's profitable and enjoyable. That's so amazing. What a great story. So also, when you came to Australia, what was the first thing or the, the biggest difference you noticed between the two different lifestyles? Fantastic. Obviously, things are um, fast, stable, and, you know, everybody has a fair go in Australia. I grew up in a country where the economy itself was going down. Okay, I'll give you a specific example. In Zimbabwe, um, we are one of the countries that have one note that has a trillion zeros on it and it still doesn't equate to one Australian dollar. So the inflation was going lower and was going down and down and that was detrimental to the country. So, sure. um, you know, it was not helping the situation. Now, based on growing up from a place where there was no stability, um, you never knew where your next meal was going to come from. Coming to Australia where everything else is solid, is stable, you can create a life 
um, that you want. It actually really opened up my, my mind to, 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 to what I've started creating for others and helping them see that as soon as they land into Australia. So, yeah. That's brilliant. Um, and tell us about your earlier working life. What did you start off doing? That's, that's a really good story. When I came to Australia, I knew nobody like anybody else, you know, and uh, um, obviously I also did not uh, realize the whole tax system and you had to pay rent. So, uh. <laughs> so there's another story to that. But when I first got here, I was working as a, as a kitchen hand because that's the first job that I could get that would pay me immediately. And um, I started doing that and I think I did it for about nine months because I was really trying to get my, my feet around everything else. But I really value that uh, part of my beginning because the restaurant owner that I started working with is the person that opened up um, the idea that I could actually do social media, um, you know, for businesses. And I didn't know that was possible. All right. So while I was working in the kitchen, I noticed that the restaurant that I was working at did not have a Facebook page. And what I did was I went on and created that Facebook page and um, and then I showed everybody at work and people uh, started liking, commenting back in that time, um, you know, having a page, you know, really, really was, was something to be reckoned with. So my boss then was so afraid that it was probably going to open him up to bad reviews. And he came to the kitchen and is like, who did this? Who did this page on the internet? And I was like, oh, sorry, it was me. I thought I was going to get fired. And he's like, take it down, take it down. And I was like, oh, how do you delete a Facebook page? I'll I don't know how these things work. So after two days, it's like, don't delete it. <laughs> Come to the office. I want to talk to you about something because people had started um, tagging that page, liking that page, leaving really good reviews, you know? And it's like, leave the dishes, start working on social media. So back in that oh, time, so that, was, that was very confusing. And I did not know I could get paid to be on social media. Um, you know, long story short, that was the initiation of how I knew I could start working uh, in social media. But back to the story that I was lonely, I went on and I was looking for how to connect with other people. I joined the modeling industry, which you are much more familiar with. It's cutthroat. I don't have a Calvin Klein, um, you know, abs or look or whatever it is. I'm not that tall. So, you know, it was hard getting by, but you know, it's people like, um, that, that way, like yourself in the industry that kept telling me, do this people that we know have done courses. So I took on a modeling course. And as soon as I did that, it actually changed my perception and the people that I started working with. Now I learned something that if you're of value, to people in society, people treat you differently. But if you just expect people to like you just because you're handsome, um, beautiful, or whoever you are, people, people don't care. You get paid in direct proportion to the value that you bring into the marketplace. And as soon as I realized that it didn't matter what I looked like or who I was, I wanted to be of value. All right. So I took the ideas of creating Facebook pages that I did from the, the restaurant that I was working as a kitchen hand. And then I combined that with my modeling. So whoever was taking photos of me, I was then offering them yet another service to say, Hey, listen, I could do this for you. All right. And then I started learning and word went around up until 
we created what became a small body um, of, of models. We, we you know, it, it was something that I created amongst um, other photographers because everybody was working for free and they did not like, you would understand this TFPs, you know, time oh, for print. Exactly. They're detriment to the society, right? The pain so, of everyone's existence, I think. I know. Right. So I decided what should we do um, in order to help people get jobs. And little did I know that I was carrying in my hands um, what now became a business which they're working on. I've since uh, stepped down from that because I'm focusing on, on my main part of the business. But a lot of people in the modeling industry are now getting paid because they are now part of that um, association here in Melbourne. So long story short. <laughs> I think that... Um, I. I think that that's actually a good point because um, I do a lot of modeling, uh, a lot of work for modeling agencies here. And I was a model when I was much younger. Right. Um, and I really think that the course itself is actually a brilliant thing to put children through. I really do. I think right. it has so much benefit. And I don't think that people should go into the course with the thought, I'm going to be this world famous model on the cover of Vogue. Right. It's going to give you confidence. It's going to give you a great knowledge of not just that industry, but it gives you an insight into many industries. Um, and I really see huge changes in kids when they turn up on the first day compared to when I see them six weeks later. It is a different person. And you know, I mean, you really see the difference in them. And I think that, I, I mean, if I had children, that would be the first thing I'd sign them up to, I think. Well, I've got kids. I've got a four-year-old and I've got a uh, four-month-old. And uh, no kidding, my little girl is now contracted with um, a clothing uh, company based on the experience that I had and the knowledge of what I have within the industry. I mean, I could say it, but you know, I don't know what copyright issues we do have. Exactly, so it's yeah. <laughs> it's things like <laughs> we, that. Can, we can't afford we can't afford the the, the lawsuit. <laughs> <laughs> grand opening, grand closing. But you're right. You, when you learn something, when you um, have an idea of who you want to be, if you educate yourself uh, or if you go through what courses do is usually they shorten the learning curve. I wouldn't have known what was expected of me. Um, you know, the walking, the posing, the dressing, the confidence in and of itself. Um, because when you're empowered, you would do a whole lot more. All right. Um, I used to think that I have to expect people to put me on. I, I have to expect people to, to say, hey, I will give you an opportunity to be in my portfolio. Now people were, you know, tripping, stumbling and falling, wanting me to be in their portfolio because of how I presented myself. You know what I mean? So it's, it's just a, a switch in, in mindset that courses like that actually do. And I encourage anybody else who's thinking of starting in any career, just learn the basics and then from then on um, expand on that. So, yeah. Yeah, never too old to learn, I say. You're listening to Ants Talk. Um, so tell us about your current business. Fantastic. So my business is basically to help people start, scale and grow their own business. All right. I help people um, with the process that I created, a four step process where when people are starting, they don't know what to do or what is expected of them. And when I start talking to them, what we basically do is look at who they are, who their target market is and what methods they can use 
to um, reach that target market with their message. So um, it, it's just generally like that. And the end product that I actually specialized in is what is called search engine optimization, where we help people get found, um, you know, on, on, on Google when their clients are actually searching them. But we ha you have to know who you are as a person. You have to know what people you want to serve and what you're going to serve them with how you're going to serve them and where you're going to find them. And that's basically how I help a lot of businesses to, to, to figure out that aspect. I think it's a great way to get help or great thing to actually get help when you're delving into this part of a business, because um, it is very confusing and very daunting. Um, the whole SEO system with Google is a whole feat within itself. Um, I've got experience with all of it and trust me, I wouldn't wish it upon anybody that didn't have the knowledge because <laughs> going into it with complete utter, you know, innocence is, is another thing altogether. It is a, it's, it's a lot of work. So it's, it is a really great idea to have someone like yourself actually come in and, and give them a hand and offer them advice and the knowledge that you probably just can't pick up off, you know, on a whim. Absolutely. See, the thing is, it, it's, it's expensive to start a business, not financially, emotionally, um, spiritually, and your relationships suffer. But if you have people that have been there, done that, all they're just doing is giving you a t-shirt to wear and you know where to stand. So it's just basically how the world operates. Half of the people want to do it by themselves. It's okay. I mean, it's, it's easy. It's fine and, 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 and dandy, but I will relate this to my kids. When kids start to learn how to walk, they are going to need places and people to hold on to up until they're steady on an, in and off themselves. So no kid just grows up at day one and automatically starts running around. That's why there's that gestation period of learning. So our bodies, minds, and spirits are designed to learn these things and have people holding our hand up until we're 18 um, and can actually, um, you know, create our own path. So some people think it's, it's, um, it's sort of poor or it's, um, uh, I'm, I'm losing words here. <laughs> it's stupid to, to, to ask for advice, but you're actually saving yourself um, a lot of drama um, in the future because if you set it up well, it, you definitely have. I agree. Good at the, at yeah, the no, I definitely agree with that. Um, so what can you offer new clients? Basically with new clients, I created a process, a four step uh, blueprint process. Okay. Where we really look at specifically who your target market is, because if you don't know who you're selling to, they're not going to know that they need what you, you're, you're selling to them. All right. If you don't understand how you're going to relate or if you don't understand what Anthony needs, if you don't understand what, Ant what makes Anthony tick, there's no way I can get your attention for you to then pay attention to what I've got to sell. Now, the world is filled with amateur entrepreneurs out there because it's become the thing. And from those amateur entrepreneurs, they're learning from other amateurs who haven't actually made a single dime on the internet. One thing that is the hardest thing to do is to make one single dollar on the internet. The rest is profit. Your first yeah. dollar, the first dollar you're going to make on the internet is the one thing that's going to show you that when somebody has understood what you're saying 
and wants to reciprocate that value with their own money, then you've won. But a lot of people skip all that process. They want to do it all. They want to do all the Facebook ads. They want to pay, pay, pay um, before they can actually have value to offer. Be of value. Show what you can do. Show how you can help others. And people will seek you out. And that's pretty much what we help people to craft their message, find out who that message has to go to, and then find out how to reach, um, you know, the Antonies of the world with their message. See, it's funny, um, as a makeup artist, I've actually noticed myself even within, say, the last four or five years, I've noticed a lot of people, and I mean, I know some of these people personally, so so I probably shouldn't be saying it, but oh well. Um, And I've noticed that, you know, these people have been working within the makeup artist industry for maybe, you know, five, maybe six years. Um, Sure, they've done a little bit of sort of work that might have been seen by a larger audience, but majority of the time it's makeup for weddings and formals and stuff like that. Um, And then all of a sudden they're now promoting their masterclasses um and i'm like okay <laughs> master class okay <laughs> um and i think that, that that's exactly going back to what you're saying a lot of that is happening these days where people that don't really have the credentials are out there acting like they do and you know taking people's money to offer them advice about something that they really haven't got the experience with it's, and it's- i find that baffling you're right. It's easier to teach than to actually uh, preach or to actually um, do the work, okay? Because yeah. w- what you're talking about, being a makeup artist to the celebrities is no easy feat. You have to maintain those high standards. You have to maintain that integrity. You have to m- be consistent, all right? Mm-hmm. Because if you are doing makeup for somebody who is, uh, um, whose image is their money or it is their payday, you want to make sure that their money maker is actually producing that bank. And if you miss a point or if they're looking any way different to who they, their fans think they are, you've made them lose money, you've lost contact with them. So it's, it's not easy. All right. And people's faces is the most protected, um, you know, thing, which is their identity. So if you're going to be teaching people just because you know how to put an eyeliner or eyebrow pencil or whatever shade of, I was going to say shade of gray. (laughs) (laughs) And you're going to unleash a force of people out there that don't know what they're doing. They're going to hurt people's identities and images. Who are you? You know what I mean? As a person, it should baffle you that, do I really want to be responsible for what's going to happen after I've taught these people if I don't have the experience? So true. But we, I think that whole moral bond has been, you know, is is, is gone. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. No, I agree. (laughs) Completely. Um, So going back to expertise, what, expertise do you offer to your clients great stuff so i don't know if your 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 podcast uh people are not going to see what's behind us but behind us is is a library of over 2000 books that i've accumulated along my journey i believe we're here to live 
We're here to learn and we're here to contribute. All right. Every single day of my existence for the last three years, I've been reading for a minimum of four hours. So I'm reading about finances. I'm reading about uh, psychology. I'm reading about management, marketing. I'm reading about everything that makes somebody a world-class human being. It's not easy, especially for somebody like me coming from Africa where I had nothing to come and establish and actually have better existence and pass it on to other people if I was not grounded with my own education, my own self-confidence and my own, um, you know, intellect. And every single day I continuously am reading and expanding, um, you know, you know, the horizons of what I know, what I want to become and who I'm going to present myself into the world. So when people come to me, they are within 45 minutes going to experience the world that I have be, uh, that I've come to see a world of a happier existence, a world of success, a world of, you know, being a better dad, a world of being a better husband, a being an all round human being while doing what you absolutely love for the people that actually care. And once you're in that position, it's not about the money anymore. It's about the value that you're putting into the world and who you are actually doing it for and making this whole goddamn thing a better place for everybody else. Now, to answer your question, what expertise am I bringing to this table? I'm basically helping people to express themselves and become the best version of who they were meant to be without the fluff. And that's, I mean, and you know, you are living that life yourself. So you do have the expertise. I hope so. In action. <laughs> I hope so. And thank you for that acknowledgement. It's, um, it's, 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 a, it's a work in progress. You know what I mean? Everybody's a blank canvas and you would understand this as a makeup artist that when somebody is presented to you, who you then see in the cover of Vogue magazine is not what you had to work with, with all their blemishes and everything else. You know, you know, and you would understand everybody is not flawless. And, and also you don't see attitudes on covers either. <laughs> <laughs> Unless maybe the producer is like, give us a bit of attitude and it's just, yeah. <laughs> yeah but you, you still don't see the real one though. <laughs> um, so tell us, what do you think, what, what do you think having an online presence and like, do, why is it so important these days? Absolutely. So as humans, we are societal beings. Um, we live in little pods that are communities. We live in little pods that are families. We live in little pods that are what we do. Like you've identified yourself as a makeup artist. I've identified myself, um, you know, as an entrepreneur that helps people start scale and grow a business that's profitable and enjoyable. Right. But in order for what you do and what I do to combine, we, have to give value like what we're doing right now you understand and for you to be you know have a worthwhile life you have to contribute to others now how are others going to know how you can contribute if they cannot find you or if they don't know about you or if they don't know of your existence 
That's why social media has made it a little bit easier for us to showcase who we are, what we can do, and who we can do it for so that we can contribute. And the more we contribute, the more we are fulfilled as human beings and the happier we be become. Isn't that what everybody wants? So exactly. when you do it well, when you are living your fullest life and you're contributing to others so that they too can have a happier existence, if you can find a vehicle or a channel, which is like social media, to project that and to connect with others that want to be in your existence, Anthony, what happens? You actually start living a happier existence, but some people do it wrong, just like anything, you know? That so actually my, that was actually my next question. <laughs> Why, what do you think people do do wrong? Um, people go in there with the wrong intentions. People go in there looking for fame, looking for exposure. Now there's a whole influencer uh, connection and, and they're just going to want to fake it until they make it up until they start doing the wrong things in order for them to look as if. Now, as if is a painful place to be because you're not there and you know it and you can't trick us. So you're going to try and fake it up until you do it. And that's where a lot of people do it wrong. They, they're cutting corners. All right. It takes 21 years to be 21 years old. You don't want to appear on the Instagrams as if you already made it when you haven't even made your bed yet. All right. So it's, it's just one of those things that the, the way people present themselves is um, so that they showcase what they think people want to see, which is not it. This is a journey. All right. This is a journey. People are not showing their failures on, on, on Instagram or on Facebook. People are not showing their blemishes like we talked about. All right. Um, I think what people are not doing is being authentic. They're not being who they're supposed to be. And guess what happens when that happens? It messes up with your brain. All right. It really messes up with your brain because you're living a life that is not you. You're living a life that was not meant for you only to please people that don't even care of your existence. That's true. And the thing about social media these days too, is it, it, you know, is the opposite thing is it's catching those people out. You know, we're, we're seeing the people that are, you know, leaning against a higher car and saying it's theirs and, you know, uh, uh, supposedly on some amazing holiday where they've actually just superimposed themselves into a picture. Um, it, the exposure is also there for people that do want to take those shortcuts. And I think that if anything, it's a good lesson for people to, to be the authentic. And, you know, if anything, the world is changing that way where we're appreciating and some and almost idolizing flaws these days, which I think is amazing. It's actually cheaper to be yourself than to be your manufactured uh, person. And in life, like you said, it's catching up with them. All right. If you're going to superimpose yourself in a holiday somewhere else, somehow people can zoom into that photo and see your dignity, you know, going down the drain in the process. All I'm right. I'm glad you said dignity because <laughs> I was wondering where you were going with that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they'll zoom in and actually see your dignity leaving because it's, it's not there. It's non-existent. So it's, it's, if you really want to live an authentic life, a life that you don't have to explain to somebody, just show up as who you are. Exactly. 
and I celebrate being who I am. Yeah. Hallelujah. I love it. <laughs> I, I love being my authentic self and I, you know, I appreciate that people enjoy it. And I think that so many people are missing out by doing that because um, really there's no one better to be than yourself. That, that is absolutely true. And if you, ah, oh, you can't see this cause it's a podcast, but for the benefit of those that are, are listening, if you put out your hand like this and look at all your fingers, no finger on the same hand is of the same height. I've yeah. tried this with a lot of people and I've noticed that this, this is exactly what it is. So each and every one of us is a finger on that hand. And if you're not representing your part, can you imagine if your hand did not have an index finger? If your hand did not have a little finger, if your hand did not have the ring finger, and if your hand did not have the, the other finger, all right? Um, you are actually taking away because of what you were placed on this earth to do. So people are missing out on your own goodness because you're trying to be somebody else that you're not. Yeah, I appreciate that. Now, listen, we've got to wrap it up, but we want to know first, how can people contact you? Absolutely. All right. As long as you can spell my name, you'll find me on the internet. I'm, I've, I've made sure that is possible. Um, from <laughs> but I want, to, I want to make it worthwhile to uh, people that are listening to this uh, podcast right now and to actually thank you, Anthony, for... You know, having provided this platform, I created an easy to remember website called tweakmywebsite.com.au. So if you've got any website issues or any website problems that you might, um, you know, come across based on the fact that you've listened to this post podcast with Anthony, just chat in with anyone in the chat there and mention Anthony's name and you get your first tweak on us for free. I'm sorry I used your platform as a, as a plug, uh, Anthony. But <laughs> hey, I'm happy. I'm happy. It's, Bring it on. It's what marketers do. So tweakmywebsite.com.au and your first um, uh, tweak with us is, 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 uh, is free courtesy of Anthony today. Why, thank you very much. Fantastic. Thank you. So, um, Thank you so much for coming onto the show. We really appreciate it and we love talking to you. Um, and hopefully we'll catch up again soon. Oh, absolutely. The universe is abundant and I really want that if anyone is going to take anything from this show today is just be you. And Correct. be you in full is be beautiful, all right? So if you actually embrace who you are and what you're going to be, the world will thank you in ways you can never imagine. I love it. Thank you so much. Talk soon. Thanks, Anthony. Bye. Ants talk. It's like Oprah, but not.